Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show on this Thursday. Bill Ryder with you. Good to be back on the West Coast. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Tom DeCelestino is the executive producer. He is on Twitter at DeCelCBS. Andrew Bogish is the man on the mic with headlines the bottom of every hour. On Twitter at Andrew Bogish. I'm on there, sports writer. Sports R E I T E R. Buy or sell coming up in a few minutes with some soccer and some football news. We'll talk about the Falcons Panthers showdown tonight on Thursday Night Football on Amazon. We haven't hit a lot of NBA on the show yet today, which is why it's amazing to have. I love this guy. This guy's so talented and he makes me laugh. Probably because. I always just like to pretend he likes hot takes that he doesn't. Uh, he is an incredibly talented writer, podcaster, reporter for Sports Illustrated. He's on Twitter at Howard Beck. It's pretty easy to figure out that it is Howard Beck on the line. Good morning. I'm assuming from Brooklyn or somewhere in New York. Good morning, Mr. Beck. Good morning, Mr. Ryder. Yes, from Brooklyn. Always from beautiful Brooklyn. You, um, in your in your illustrious career, you spent a lot of time covering the New York Knicks. You are in Brooklyn. You're not far from from uh, the Nets epicenter. How does the Nets dysfunction this year compare to some of the, the lows when you're covering that Knicks teams in terms of culture, organization, what's going on? You know, it's funny because somebody said within the last couple of weeks, wow, this is like the most dysfunctional thing I've ever seen. And of course, like even the, the Kyrie situation on its own is pretty unprecedented like i've been this is my 26th season of all the various kinds of and brands of controversy you could come up with on the court off the court personal life professional whatever feuds everything the Kyrie situation stands alone and on top of that of course you throw in you know durant's offseason trade demand and then and wanting people fired and then eventually they do fire steve nash and then you have this you know this emu doka flirtation like all this stuff and i I, I was actually thinking about this. Does this actually exceed any of the seasons that I covered the Knicks? Because I covered nine mostly dysfunctional, 
just wacky Knicks seasons. And I still think if I'm if I'm especially if it's based on mostly the basketball part of it, I still think the the craziest season I've ever covered was the 2005-2006 Knicks where Larry Brown was the coach for only that year, celebrated when they hired him. Huge celebration. We've got Larry Brown, Hall of Fame coach. And they had Stephon Marbury, and they had Isaiah Thomas in the front office. And within weeks of the season, Marbury and Larry Brown are fighting. Larry Brown and Isaiah Thomas are fighting. Eventually, Isaiah and Marbury also are fighting. So at any given time, the three most important people on the basketball side, the team president, the head coach, and the point guard, uh, and, the, and the star of that team, any given time, they're, two of the three are fighting with each other. Maybe all of them are fighting with each other. So it, it just... Like, I have not seen that before um, and since. So I think on a basketball level, that's still the most dysfunctional I ever covered, and that team won what was then a Knicks record low 23 games, if I recall correctly. Uh, and then they pushed Larry Brown out the door right after that season, and then they forced Isaiah to coach. That still strikes me, I think, as, as the most dysfunctional situation I've ever seen. But this is right up there. Just It's just a different brand of dysfunction. Howard, back here on the show. Howard, I don't know Larry that well, but I, when I was a newspaper reporter in Kansas City, I used to call him, you know, every three or four months for a quote or for some background on camp, right? Like, got to write a feature, got to get somebody on the line. Larry's always available. So, I mean, I knew him. He knew me, but not well. And I was in a cab or an Uber somewhere in San Francisco for work, and my phone rang. It was Larry Brown. I hadn't spoken to Larry Brown in three years. I said hello, and he started screaming at me accusing me of making up quotes and lying about a book that I had not written. And when I finally calmed him down and explained I wasn't the actual writer he was looking for, he, uh, <laughs> he wanted to talk for an hour about life. What, what kind of a character was that dude to be around every day? Uh, interesting, fascinating. Um, Larry, Larry's uh, a unique individual, um, kind of hard on his sleeve a little bit, um, and, you know, would just kind of say whatever's on his mind. Uh, could be a little Machiavellian, too. You know, he's going he's gonna to say some things that are, you know, different than Phil Jackson, but, but similar in that he might tweak his players through the media, sometimes by name, sometimes by just description, and you kind of know who he's talking about, and he starts talking about, you know, we, you know, we don't have a head on this team. Guys don't know score and time, uh, you know, on the clock and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's like, is that a shot at Marbury? Is that a shot at Nate Robinson? Is it a shot at all of his point guards? Like, it's, he, he made it as a beat writer. You know, it's not fun if you're a Knicks fan, but he, as a beat writer, it was fun because you never knew what Larry was going to say from one day to the next. Um, and, you know, I, at the end of the day, I prefer honesty. You know, that honesty may not be what the organization wants to hear or what the fans of that team want to hear, but for us, you know, covering the team, it's like, all right, he's just laying it right all, all right out there. Um, but yeah, um, Larry was, was, uh, interesting to cover to say the least. Howard back here on the show. Um, and he's a perfect example. You can hire someone who's an incredible coach who has a track record of, of success. And you, you said hall of fame, eventual hall of fame person, coach, player, former player, former everything for you, Ime Adoka, two part question. Would it have worked? Would it have worked? And do you think the NBA league office got involved and is part of the reason that the breaks came to a screeching halt on the flirtation between Adoka and Brooklyn. So the first part of your question, would it have worked? 
Um, on the most basic level, yes, because Emi Udoka had you know, already established relationships with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons. He's been an assistant coach for each of those guys in, in Brooklyn for two of them and in Philly for Ben. And so and he has finals experience, right? He did a great job with the Celtics last season. So as a pure basketball matter, he could have been a successful coach for the Nets if we could just wish away or ignore everything else. But that's not very realistic. Um, and besides that, the second you hire him and bring him in, you've got a lot of explaining to do to everybody in your organization, basketball and non-basketball alike, because they're all looking at him going, wait, I don't know if we know everything that really happened in Boston, and, and this guy has a cloud over him. And, you know, I, I don't want to assume too much or speculate too much on that, Bill, but I will tell you that in speaking to people around the league last, last week, when it looked like Udoka was a lock to get that job, and everybody around the league thought that that was going to happen, that it was imminent, Everybody I talked to was raising questions about whether that was the right thing, by, by, by which I mean they thought it was the wrong thing. And they would say things like, what are women in that organization going to think, and how do you explain it to them? Now, I, I, I hesitate to say that only because it, it puts Emi Odoka in a certain light, and I, I don't know if that's fair or not because, again, we don't know the full scope of what happened. We have very few details publicly about what happened in, in Boston between Emi, between you know, a, a – a woman who was a subordinate there and, and, and with the rest of the organization, the way they handled it, it, it's still kind of largely unexplained, but he was suspended for a full season for a reason you, you assume. And so people around the league look at that and think, well, that's not the person you should be hiring immediately, especially if you're the Nets who are already going through all kinds of other controversy. Um, is that really that wise from all kinds of standpoints, including just basic optics, which brings me to the second part of the question you asked, did the league office get involved? I can't tell you for a 100% fact that the league office got involved, but if you ask me what I believe in my experience covering this league and what I know of, of Adam Silver as commissioner, of what I know of, of the league office, I believe, and I would, I would bet a fair amount on it. Again, I'm not reporting this as fact, but I would bet a fair amount that the league got involved and told the Nets uh, something to the effect of, are you crazy? Please don't do this. Because, <laughs> be, be, and, and not, again, this is not as a judgment on Ime Udoka. What I think the league's interest in this is, and I've run this, I've workshopped this, this uh, framework by several people in recent days, and they have not tried to dissuade me from this. They have not disagreed. The league would, if, if they did talk to the Nets, it would be something to the effect of, listen, one, you are undermining your partner franchise. These are 30 franchises that are in competition with each other, but they are in partnership with each other as well. So you are undermining your partner in Boston who suspended this guy for a full season and you're bringing him back after like six, seven weeks, undermining any notion of, of discipline or accountability for the issues that, that uh, were present there. You're also undermining the NBA in general because from an optics standpoint, it makes the league look bad. Oh, the NBA, that league where a guy gets suspended for a full season for doing something untoward within his organization, but then gets another job, you know, six weeks into his suspension because another team wanted to win. Like, it just looks kind of cynical and, and craven, and, it, and it, it undermines the sense that, that there is a value system and accountability in the league. So, for all those reasons, I think the NBA probably did get involved, and though the Nets are insisting, no, 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 this was never a done deal. We, uh, 
considered all kinds of candidates, and we ultimately settled on Jacques Vaughn as our guy. Um, I'm, I'm not really buying that. All right, I, Howard, I know you don't make us do plugs for you because you're a great guy, but you sort of insist on, on hot takes because you deeply, deeply love and respect them. So before we get to how – that's sarcasm, dear listener. Before we get to um, what the back, which makes me laugh, it literally makes me giggle every time. One more basketball question for you because I'm actually interested. I know, it's, I know we're a long ways from the MVP conversation. I get it. But uh, here it comes. But you're the person I thought was 100% right on Russell Westbrook several years ago when he won the MVP as it related to his team's performance in conjunction with his vote. What would the Dallas Mavericks have to do this regular season for Luka to be a legitimate contender for the top of your MVP ballot if, as expected, and he's been unbelievable, he has a, an MVP caliber season while other guys do too? Yeah, and, and look, a bunch of other guys are going to have MV, uh, MVP caliber seasons, um, including, of course, Giannis. Um, and the Bucks have been amazing. Um, you can make a case for Donovan Mitchell. You can case, <clears throat> make a case for Jason Tatum. Like, there's going to be a lot. It's going to be a crowded field per usual. Um, for Luca to win it, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to stick with my my philosophy on this, which you invoked Russell Westbrook, and you did for a reason, because you know, in my mind. The, the, the longstanding precedent, which has now been kicked to the curb twice in the last seven years or whatever, once for Westbrook and once for Jokic, my belief is you've got to be uh, anchoring a, a team that's a plausible contender, that is one of the top two or three teams in your conference, that won at least 50 games in a full 82-game season. And it, it, you're, it, you're not I, – I, I don't want to award MVP to a guy who put up massive numbers – on a team that won 45 games, on a team that finished sixth in this conference, on a team that has no hope of getting out of the first round or maybe, maybe the second round, everything breaks right for them. And people can disagree with that, and many people do, but that is largely the history of the MVP and the NBA. And so the Mavericks have to be better. And I don't know if they've got the talent to be better. And if somebody wants to say, well, you're punishing Luka for having a bad roster around him, yeah, that's kind of it. Like, it's not so much that, because it's not an individual award. It is partially an individual award. The history of the award is, it indicates that it is not just the guy who had the best season, but the guy who had the best season for a team that mattered. And if the Mavericks don't matter, I have a harder time giving it to Luka. I know the election's over, but Howard Beck for uh, borough president of Brooklyn or whatever the hell happens there. I should know. I used to live there. All right, we're going to do a couple rapid-fire What the Becks. You ready? <laughs> I'm never ready, but you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, you are. You love it. What the Beck? <laughs> The Jazz are contenders, yes or no? Go. <laughs> no. 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 I, I, want... I, with, apo- with apologies, no. Do you want me to elaborate? Not really. <laughs> I mean, a little. <laughs> I want like a 30-second elaboration. I, uh, t- two points on why they're not. One, I think they're going to come back to, to the field a little bit, and some teams that are underachieving right now, like the Warriors, are going to start to get their stuff together. Two, I'm still not convinced this is really what the Jazz want, and, I, and I'm waiting for them to pull the plug in one way or another, or trade Lowry Markin at the height of his trade uh, value or something along those lines. I don't know that this is really what the Jazz set out to do this season. What the Beck? LeBron James will never win a playoff series again with the Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That one's tough. Um. I'm, I'm going to go with wishful thinking and say that, no, he's going to win another playoff series, at least in his career. Um, I don't know. I don't trust the Lakers to figure this out. I, I don't trust the, that organization with all the decisions they've made over the last couple of years to figure this out and fix it in time. But I do have faith that LeBron himself 
has the ability to still lead a team somewhere when healthy and when he has decent supporting cast, which he does not right now. So either they fix it or maybe by next July, maybe he's asking out. We'll see. What the Beck? The Cleveland Cavaliers are a championship contender. Ooh, I like this one. Um, if you had asked me before the season started, I would have said, no, 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 no. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. This team is young. They just broke through last season. Yes, they got Donovan Mitchell, but let's give them time to grow, blah, blah, blah. Right now, I mean, I'm still going to say no, they're not right now. Um, only because the Celtics and the Bucks have the finals experience and the Bucks case championship experience, more veteran cast, uh, more established, more time with each other. Those are still stronger teams in the East that I think will ultimately knock the Cavs out in whatever round. And the Cavs might make a run to the conference finals, which would still be a tremendous accomplishment given that they've never done anything for the last 30 years unless LeBron James was on the roster. It's been a long time since they succeeded in a non-LeBron season. Uh, so they're, they're ahead of schedule to me. They're much better than I thought they would be. But I still think that we're, I had them in that like 5-6 range before the season started. Now I think they're top four in the East. But I still think that the Celtics and Bucks are on a different plane. What the Beck? Peanut butter and jelly is gross. <laughs> Where the heck did that one come from? Uh, we argue about it on the show all the time. I just don't understand it. I like peanut I, butter. I, I like jelly, but together? Listen, listen. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, uh, in, uh, I'm not going to say my age. I'm middle-aged. I still love peanut butter and jelly. I, I don't have it on a regular basis. Peanut butter and jelly is awesome. You're, just, you're un-American if you're slandering peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I guess I want American Howard. What the back man, Howard? As always, buddy, good to good to hear your voice. Thanks for being on. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks. Bye. He didn't see that one coming. Ten thousand to one, he wouldn't put money on the peanut butter and jelly question. All right, maybe it's me. Maybe it's I. Just I don't. I don't he's saying something to Diesel on the phone. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. What, what, what was that? A little judge, a little barb uh, on the way out? He did not appreciate the peanut butter and jelly slander. What he was that? shocked by that. Oh, it's overrated. I keep looking for I keep looking for support and digging myself a deeper hole. Let's move on. Let's let's go to the segment of transit. Let's transition by going to the segment of transitions. It's buy or sell with some soccer and a bunch of NFL conundrums next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Right, welcome back into the show. Can I give you a little warning about tomorrow's show, Diesel? A full day in advance. Yeah. This can't be good for me. It's not going to be the stew flu. I'll be here either way. But I normally get my COVID booster on a Friday because it has been known to wobble up me a little bit. But apparently, I can't do that anymore. So like I'm getting it. I'm getting it today after the show, hoping it doesn't hit me too hard. But could be, you know, good. Could be a little, a little bit. I, I could be delirious and just be doing like the old man voice. Welcome into the show. When I was younger. Diesel loves that voice, Bogish. Every time I do it, he's like, "You." He says, "Can you do that for a show?" I mean, that'd be my hope. Fingers crossed for tomorrow. I used to walk to radio uphill both ways. What a dumb expression! You can't walk uphill both ways. Oh, that's the joke. There you go. Got it. There you go. You know the expression on the Schneid. What does Schneid mean? It's my fault. I used it earlier in the show. I don't know its origins. I apologize to everyone. I thought we we were all in agreement. We we don't have to know what these things mean. Uh, are we, we just interested? say them. We have people pooping their pants on the air. Like, are you you're really going to judge the the express? That was quite a thing. I don't want to talk about it. I kind of do. You know what? Let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Yesterday, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine said he would be making, quote, a major announcement today regarding his office's investigation into the Washington Commanders. The Commanders then responded to, with a statement of their own that read in part, quote, less than three months ago, a 23-year-old player on our team was shot multiple times in broad daylight. Despite the out-of-control violent crime in D.C. today, the Washington commanders learned for the first time on Twitter that the D.C. Attorney General will be holding a press conference to make a major announcement related to the organization tomorrow, end quote. Commanders team president Jason Wright told reporters yesterday that their running back Brian Robinson Jr. getting shot should have been left out of the team's statement. And oh, by the way, Bill, the D.C. Attorney General's press conference is scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern today, about 90 minutes from right now. Buy or sell that the Washington Washington commanders are worse at public relations than they are at football. <laughs> I don't... Wow. I'm going to buy that. Buy. They're really on the schneid when it comes to... We really, I really need to find the origins of this. I got your answer. I did, too. You go. Uh, it apparently comes from ca- card games. Yeah. Gin Rummy. Yeah. I play a game called 500. I've only ever seen it in Northeast Iowa. It's one of the... It, it has Bowers, and so I guess it's similar to Rummy. And what's the other... Not hard. What's the other game everybody plays? Bridge. Do you guys know how to play bridge? I tried to learn once. It was very hard. With my yeah, grandpa. I'm not 80 yet, so I have not played bridge. Or canasta oh, or shuffleboard. Ouch. All evidence Ouch. to the contrary, yeah. not. <laughs> not. 
That hurt me. I'm sorry. Had to no, be said, though. What, uh, the commander's thing is, it is, it just reads as both incompetent and desperate. And it, I already was interested in the press conference. Now it really makes you wonder what's coming. All right. You're going to bring up crime in Washington, D.C.? I mean, it's appalling it's, to use your, come on. your running back, your 23-year-old yes. running back who was shot and thankfully was okay and was able to play again this season. You're going to use that in a statement to respond to the D.C. Attorney General? Like, what are you doing? A billionaire accused of improper will find out whatever it is using crime on people who can't afford to escape. I mean, that guy's not dealing. He's not dealing with crime. He's in some gated community on his yacht, literally on his yacht sometimes. And the official story is it was the outside counsel's words in a statement last night. It didn't come from Dan Snyder or from the team. So y- Yes, and that's why Jason Wright pretty much said the complete opposite when he spoke to reporters. But he didn't really say we're sorry. He did not, no. You know that's approved. You know when you're in a part of the job, if you work for that organization, is that you're going to take the blame for the decisions that people at the top make. It's part of what you get paid for. Are they the worst organization in sports? Yes. I don't want to be worse than the worse than the Knicks, worse than the Nets. Well, the difference is this is about people. Well, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about like basketball or football operations, building a team, winning games. But oh, by the way, they're not good at that either. No, but I mean, but the, and then you throw in the fact that they have the yeah. worst arena in the sport. That it gets like in every ma- you know measurable way, whether it's. Fan liking it, food value, food quality. We've had sewer pipes breaking. They're an embarrassment. And then you throw in the fact that there's a handful of horrible people in charge of it on top of the normal bad organization stuff. And, like, they should almost be disbanded. If Jeff Bezos buys this team, it might be the the most impressive improvement in terms of vastness from an awful owner to agree. and we'll see what Bezos is, but guys like Bezos have money. He'll invest in every, he'll invest in everything, and I would presume hire good people and built Amazon by knowing how to delegate and creating a culture. I'm rooting for Commanders fans. I have no dog in this in this in this fight at all. I am. They have been long suffering for so long. I hope that they have someone who takes over who is not the person in charge. I mean, think of how many people now love football. And have no recollection of a good Washington football team. I, I was at the bar. I was at the bar in Florida the other night having a quick drink before I went to sleep. And there's people everywhere. I'm talking to the bartender. And some lady asked the guy, where are you from? He's very sociable. He, he said he was from, he's like, from, from Pennsylvania. And she goes, oh, your Eagles are doing really well. And he goes, yeah, but I am a Commanders fan. And literally, like five people all turned. All of us were like, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry." It would, it, it, it was it'd be like you're from a, a psychologically scarred city. It, it's it's amazing. And this guy was, "Ah, right, what's going on?" And then he just got sad for twenty minutes while he made drinks. <laughs> all right, as the Rams get set to host the Cardinals on Sunday, both quarterback statuses for the game are in question. Arizona's Kyler Murray did not practice yesterday due to a sore hamstring. And Rams head coach Sean McVay said that Matthew Stafford is in concussion protocol. Buy or sell that both of these teams should be cautious with their quarterbacks, given where they are in the standings right now. I mean, 
you certainly always have to be cautious with someone who's in concussion protocol. And obviously, if he does, if he doesn't get cleared, he won't play anyway. But just because he gets cleared doesn't mean you have to play him. I'll buy. I mean, I think I have to buy. But buy. I, I will say, there's. I'll also buy that there's a sense of urgency for these teams from self-inflicted mediocrity. Do you think it's a sense of urgency right now, or do you think either of these teams, the Rams or the Cardinals, know that they're not good enough right now? Do we really think the Rams aren't good enough? I mean, if the Rams got into the playoffs, I don't think I would argue they're not good enough. The Rams definitely think they're good enough. That's why they try, they're trying to trade for everybody, because yeah. they think they can do it again. Um, they're not. They they're thinking that they're going to figure this out at some point. They'll probably you know spin to the uh, let's get hot at the right time argument as if they were trying to suck for two and a half months. So that when December first hit, they'd start their charge. But no, they're not. I can't write them off yet. They're good enough, and they deserve every championship. Hangovers are real, I and mean, we've talked about that. It it is human nature. The more successful you get, to forget or let go of the really difficult habits that got you there. You know, Pat Riley called the disease of more. It applies in everything. Football's a painful, physically painful game. Spend your life chasing something. It makes sense. You'd let go of the rope a little bit when you win the whole thing. They clearly have. You also lose an offseason. Your offseason is completely different. Yeah, you play the longest. Fair. You celebrate. You party. People want to see you and whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's time that's for right. a new season again. And that, that can wear on you as well. It's part of what I think is... Utterly amazing about the Warriors and LeBron and their respective runs again and again and again to the the finals that no one talks about. That you play, if you make the finals, you play for two extra months. You play at least 16 extra games, and and that's if no one plays. You play 20 or 23 or 24 extra games at the highest level again and again and again. To your point, like success is physically demanding, and it is it has a consequence eventually. All right, let's stick with quarterback injuries here. It seems as though the Bills have avoided disaster, at least for right now, as head coach Sean McDermott said yesterday that Josh Allen is day-to-day after dealing with an injury in his throwing elbow. By yourself that if Josh Allen plays this week, the Bills need to do a better job of taking more of the offense off of his plate. I mean, I already thought that just because he is a big part of their running game. I mean, I'll buy I'll buy it just on principle. Buy. He pretty much is their running he game. He is. Yeah. Do we know if the injury, which is not clear to, to what degree he's going to miss time, if any, how it happened? Do we know the specific moment? Uh, yeah, it appears to be like there's third to last throw where a jet hits his jet arm. Loss, yeah. Um, and he, he completes the throw as his arm ricochets. Or he completes the throwing motion as his arm hits the Jets' arm. The ball goes backwards, arm goes forward. Although I will say the final play of that game, Josh Allen threw the ball nearly 70 yards in the air. Yeah, the longest, the longest measured ball of the season. I mean, guys are going to get hurt. It's like, guys are going to get hurt throwing. It's just part of the. It's not to take us in a different place. 20 years ago, can you imagine how, today's at quarterbacks, how often they much time they would miss based on the game 20 years ago when guys actually got hit again and again and again and again? Buy or sell today's quarterbacks are soft? Sell. 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 Do you sell? Sell. I'm not going to say soft. Can I say pampered? I'm going to buy, buy a little bit because I think... 
I think they are pampered, and I think pampered would make anyone a little a little soft. We pamper diesel on the show, and you deserve it. But it, you know, you're not as hard as you were when you're doing tiki and tyranny. I might describe it differently. I mean, I don't want to pull the curtain back too much, but there's uh, there's a breakfast spread at the building today. You know what? I, I'm glad you pulled the curtain back, actually, because I have something to add to this. And I I heard Diesel um, putting eggs. I saw him and then heard him explain. He was putting eggs back into the serving dish, saying that the eggs were not scrambled enough for him. You, you did not do that. I did not do that. But my good friend Andrew Bogish was the one who informed me that there was indeed a free breakfast out in the lobby today provided by our company. Very nice of him to do so. But he knows that I cannot go and wait online for breakfast. I thought maybe my good friend might make me a small plate. There is there is no line. You would have been back here in 90 and seconds. And not your waiter. Instead of asking, like, hey, D-Cell, there's a breakfast over there. Like, hey, D-Cell, I got you a Wait, small plate. Why can't you walk to the iron hallway? It's 20 feet away. Why can't you walk into the hallway and grab some eggs? Because I can't, I can't take the chance that there is a line. But there wasn't. At the time you about? at the time you went. No, you're no, there you're was not. a line when I went at ten fifty five when I told you the break was beginning and you had five minutes, you would have been back. I know for a fact that you would have been back in time. That's why you're, I told you to go. Your predecessor, Adam Klug, used just to pretend to go get food so we didn't have to answer phone calls and leave for the <laughs> whole break. Because I would honestly, if I if I didn't think you could make it, I would have offered to get you food. But I told you to go because I knew you could be back in time because there's nobody there. Because everyone came at 10, 10 o'clock immediately, and by 10.10, they were gone. But there's a ton of food left. I'll see if there's anything still there after the show, since I didn't. Oh, it's going to be cold by the time. Oh, it's too late. Here you don't want go. it now. Here we go. Now I'm the victim again. You do have a bit of a victim thing going on. I'm the victim. I'm too mean. I can't do anything right around You're here. You're pampered. Yeah. It's all my fault, always. Can't get you know over what? easy eggs. Yeah, what the eggs were too cooked or undercooked? What was happening? Uh, I guess undercooked. But by the way, I will say this: like <laughs> for me to eat eggs, they have to be piping hot. Eggs might be the grossest thing on the planet if they are not piping hot. These are actually surprisingly delicious eggs. That's a terrible take. I love eggs, by the way. Love eggs, and these were good for mass produced. Now, from a restaurant, like not a straight catering service, like a full, beautiful, good restaurant around here. Well-made and well-preserved from restaurants to here. They were delicious when I had time to get them. We all For good? myself only. We good? We good? We can get back to the NFL here? Sure. I'm not the one that brought this up. While there's been plenty of... I have something to say. Okay. Ten minutes later, Bogus didn't bring me eggs. Exactly. Now we're all on the same page. While there's been plenty of scrutiny surrounding the Colts hiring Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach, Saturday had some strong words yesterday. When he met the media. Here's the deal. Everybody talks about my, I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about, are you as qualified as somebody else, bro? I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to playoffs 12 times. I had, I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that I play with. You don't think I've seen greatness? You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work? I mean, won Super Bowls, been to two, like, Here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. Buy or sell Jeff Saturday's approach. 
Bye. I liked the answer. I mean, bye. Being in a, being in a locker room, even around Hall of Famers and success, doesn't make doesn't train you to be a coach. And I I I'm, I have mixed feelings on turning GM into a verb. I just haven't haven't been able to, to to get there yet. But that is the right answer. It's basically I think I can do it. We'll see. Bogus buy or sell. Jeff Saturday has a 25% chance or better of being a successful slash good NFL coach over uh, the remainder of the year. You added the hook, so I'll sell. Sell. Had you not said or better, I might have bought. I might have bought 0 to 25 or we'll 1 to 25%. It's not higher than 25%. What's their not percent high. chance of winning this weekend against Las Vegas? I mean, 80%. If, if the Raiders lose this game... To a man who has never coached a real football game before with a guy who has never called plays, calling plays to Sam Ellinger quarterback, then they probably should be disbanded before Washington. And I'm not saying this jokingly. Is that a fireable offense for Josh McDaniels? Uh, Yes. He won't be fired. I'll answer that. Bye. Bye. Bye or sell, we like, we're, we're optimistic about the guy calling the plays in Indy. I think his name is Parks and Rec. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll say this, Cell. I would not fire Josh McDaniels Monday if they lost, but it might make up my mind for after season number one. Like if they, if they are somehow not the more motivated team, the better prepared team on Sunday in this head-to-head, then there's a problem that maybe can't get fixed there. I saw an amazing stat yesterday, and I should have grabbed it and didn't, but it was, it was the, the defensive ranking of every Raiders defense every year Derek Carr has been the starting quarterback, and it was no higher than 26 every Yikes. single season. Not good. All right, let's finish up with some soccer. Soccer! Last question. Yesterday, the U.S. men's national team released their 26-man roster for the World Cup, and head coach Greg Berhalter is getting heavily criticized today for leaving off, leaving off Zach Steffen, who was the U.S.'s number one goalkeeper for much of the lead-up to the World Cup. Buy or sell, you feel confident in Greg Berhalter's roster decisions. I love this question. I'm going to add, I think Ricardo Pepe should be a part of this too. The striker who um, went to Europe, who has scored the second most goals over the la- this recent stretch behind uh, Christian Pulisic. I'm going to sell that I have any... Sell. Let me ask you this, Bogus. Buy or sell anyone in America who follows soccer? Anyone that he's not related to has confidence in Greg Berhalter. Yeah, no, Every everyone's answer is sell to this. Sell. So, my buddy, I think I brought this up on the air. It's wishful thinking. Soccer fans, over the clock. The clock's fine. Everything's fine, Bogus. We're going to push it. We're going to, like, Kramer in the, in the, in the, in the car with the, with the car salesman. My buddy who covers international soccer, his theory, somewhat optimistic, is that this is the World Cup that gets Berhalter fired. And they hire Pep Guardiola after this. I baby steps. Let's go. Uh, buy or sell? You know anything about Pep Guardiola? D sell. Sell. Could you at least guess at what country he currently coaches in? Sell. How about country he comes from? Sell. I actually am unsure of that one. He's Catalan. Spanish. Okay. Let's go, Catalan. Yeah, I would have either between Spain or like Argentina. I would have been confused. He is very diesel like. I mean, he, you guys have a lot in common. Stoic, demanding hot eggs, 
Creative awesome. geniuses. Creative geniuses. <laughs> Leaders of men. Sending text messages, this part's true, with demands yeah. at all hours of the day. All right. Well, do you want to talk about anything else, T-Cell? Like, what's you good? I thought we were going to talk a little Thursday night football or what we'll be watching instead of Thursday night football. Oh, I'll get, real quick, Bogus. Would you rather watch Falcons-Panthers or a Falcon fight a Panther? Oh, a Falcon fight a Panther. <laughs> okay. okay. What channel is that on? I gotta, we're going to program. We're going to make it work. T-Cell, get on that. Falcons fighting Panthers and the Falcons at the Panthers. The debate rages after this CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You. I'm Bill Ryder, and he's the world's happiest producer, Tom DeCelestino. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Devin Riggs has a little help for you on the on the old eggs front. So uh, tweets, just tell Pretty Daddy at Decel CBS, put ketchups on his eggs and he'll be fine. I'm not. I that I can't go. That ketchup, makes it even worse. But I do. But he sparked a thought for Tabasco sauce. I don't Amazing. do. I don't. I don't do spicy food. I can't handle spicy food. What is like? You don't like the taste, or there's a problem two hours later. See, that's the problem right there. That question. You don't like the taste. There is no taste. My mouth is on fire. That's the only taste. Would you rather drink? A shot of Tabasco or an espresso? Uh, I'll go espresso. Okay, okay. Because you you've never had caffeine. Correct. You've had soda. Right, yeah, I've had caffeine. Never, never, never any coffee. kind of coffee. All right. I'm just telling you, the Tabasco, I love, see, I love spicy food. Like, give me all the peppers to burn your mouth. Give me the spicy... I'm in. What do you taste, though? You can't taste anything. No, I'm a, re- I'm, I'm a real man. I can, it's just, I can it, taste your it. mouth is just on fire. <laughs> Not really. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's just like when you drink wine or beer, the alcohol doesn't negate the taste. It is one of the effects of tasting something excellent. The spiciness is part of the experience of the taste that is enhanced by the and I see Tabasco all day. It's the only 
I I will put it on. I'll put it on pizza. Put it on my eggs. Put it on my all oh, hash browns. Oh I can't God, even handle water. the smell of Tabasco. And my wife is the same as you. Puts it on everything. Tabasco specifically. Yes. It's so good. It's one of the great inventions in human history. I can't even handle the smell, let alone the taste. What does it smell like? It smells like deliciousness. It just smells hot. <laughs> it smells hot? Yeah. It smells spicy. Uh, Falcons at Panthers, hashtag few care. Uh, you think that if a Falcon fought a Panther, you think a Panther would win. I'm taking the, the Falcons flying. I'm taking the Panther 99 times out of 100. In that. How many... How many Falcons need to be fighting the Panther for the Falcons to win? I think I would set the number at two and a half. I was, yeah, was going to say three Falcons best the Panther. <laughs> this is some scene we're painting here. I mean, it's different than the, the milking the cow thing yesterday that we that you wanted to talk about. Standing by my 12%, by the way. Yeah, I, I heard from a few people. If you went to the Iowa State Fair and you paid a dollar and you milked a cow once. That counts. You, that You're counts. a cow milker. Yep, that counts. You, you walk the earth as someone who can milk a cow. You know how to do it. You've done it before. I should know how to do it based on the fact most of my family farmed. But but I'm, I was the first, you know. I think you're I was ha- the city dweller in Dubuque, Iowa. <laughs> Your half percent is way too low. I think it's half percent. I almost said something that I didn't. All right. Have a great day. Appreciate you. Thank you to Howard Beck. Thank you to Bogus. Thank you to Pretty Daddy D-Cell. Uh, we got a Friday show for you tomorrow. It's going to be extravagant. Hope you'll join us. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for hanging out here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 